You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm your host, Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer. <laughs> Not Esquire? Not this time. Okay. I lost my law degree. <laughs> I gambled it. It was like five minutes. What the hell? <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption, and I'm an outlaw now. <laughs> Didn't you get the uh, the white buffalo? Oh, I did. I am so excited. I found the white buffalo on accident, and I hunted him, and I skinned him, and I am now wearing his flesh as a hat. That- because that's what you want. That is exactly what I want. <laughs> You've done everything you need to do in that game now. You can I'm put going it down. to sell it. Yeah, see? <laughs> well, I'm not. I, it's, it's a fun game. So, uh, today, since we prompted us uh, from the last podcast talking about Tom Cruise movies and speaking of The Mummy and Dark Universe mm-hmm. and all the horrible crap that Universal tried to do to make a cinematic universe, I felt that we should discuss cinematic universes. Yeah. The I- Popular topic that every movie studio wants to make five of. Yeah, and uh, again, we really apologize for the events that occurred during the Battlestar Galactica podcast. <laughs> uh, we got a little out of control, but I mean, you guys can you guys can listen to that yourself, and your own opinions matter. Sure. Yes, so okay, so I mean, I don't think we can have any discussion about this without admitting, hands down, that so far the one cinematic universe that has worked and continues to work. And will probably be the only one that ever works is the Marvel. Oh, what What were we gonna say? The Lifeverse. That doesn't even exist yet, does it? No. No. Who would would make that? (laughs) Lifeverse would even be a lot of actors without feet. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Like weirdly bending to like look at themselves. You had to be at a four hundred and seventy-two degree angle. I don't know what you don't get about this. (laughs) Woman twisted into a pretzel (laughs) just to show off her butt and her. (laughs) No, but. The only cinematic universe right now that actually has been started and works is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. And if you go back and watch the early movies, which I did, for the website, you have to admit that it almost didn't. Oh, yeah. The yeah. first, uh, I like the first Iron Man movie, but the Iron second Man Iron Man movie yeah. was kind, kind of rough. rough. Not bad, no, but not but... good. There's, there's, there's a lot about it that really needed to be tweaked, and you can mm-hmm. kind of tell that it went through a lot of script revisions, and Marvel, like crapping themselves because between iron man one and iron man two was the incredible hulk and Mm. that movie was ass and marvel started freaking out about what they needed to do with this one to launch their cinematic universe and make this one a good one Mm -hmm. so and then you had thor which was forgettable yeah it was a very okay it was a very kenneth branagh movie yeah very shakespearean when what you really wanted to watch was some superheroes beating each other with hammers yeah yeah and you didn't really get that i mean you got memorable moments but yeah, the, the movies didn't really get back on their feet and start running until Captain America. Yep, when Captain America came out, I think that's when it really hit the ground. It running. figured itself out mm-hmm. again, and then well, because Joe Johnson, who also did the Rocketeer, just knows yeah. World War Two movies. Yeah, he, give that man a World War Two movie. Like if if they hadn't found the the person Patty Jenkins to mm-hmm. direct Wonder Woman, the only other person I could have think that would have done a good job with it would be Joe Johnson. Yeah. I know it's World War One, not World War Two. He still could have done it. Bad guys are still German. Yep. It would have been fine. He could have handled it. Everything would have been good. So, but yeah, no, it, once they got their feet, once they got Joss Whedon in there, they did the Avengers, uh, and then they started running from there, it feels like the Marvel Cinematic Universe really solidified itself and became what we know as the force it is. Mm-hmm. But those were some rough growing pains for it. And oh, yeah. the and even then, at least Marvel had the sense to take their time and build it slowly. Yeah. Take six movies. Yeah. yeah. And then you have DC. <laughs> Let's just put shit in a blender and see what happens. <laughs> Let's take everything that Marvel did and do the opposite because that's what will work. Well, I mean, and they almost, almost started doing it right. They did Man of Steel first. Mm-hmm. They did one movie about one hero and let it go. Now... 
you can have your qualms about that movie because it's a very Zack Snyder Superman movie. Yeah. It is. It takes the most bright and shiny and patriotic superhero we have this side of Captain America and then makes him dark and gritty somehow. Yeah. Like, there are parts of that movie I really like, but I will also fully admit that that movie just, in a lot of ways, doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, the, the reason the Marvel Universe works is because they humanized it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, there's a... It's not just humor, the humor. character building, yeah. but you also care about the well-being of yeah. the characters, which is why the latest Avengers movie struck a chord with a lot of people, because a lot of people have very personal connections with some of the characters. Yeah. And they killed all those characters. <laughs> they did. Spoiler. <laughs> um, they'll be back. But DC, you never really had that, because... You know, as as much as I like Zack Snyder and as, you know, Watchmen was awesome. I think I'm one of four people that like that along with Hawkman. Yeah. Um, but Watchmen was an amazing movie. 300 was a good movie. But that doesn't mean, you know, Warner Brothers had good successes with those franchises. Yeah. But it doesn't And, and that's, that's That's the thing. It's like, I will debate with you about whether or not Watchmen was actually good. I, I don't think it was in some mm. respects. It's... It's very much a page-to-screen literal translation. Oh, it... But the parts that worked best were the parts that weren't on the page. Yeah. Like the whole opening montage set to whatever that song was. Uh, it was, uh... I am just... I am Whatever. People can part. fill in the name themselves if they want to, and they go look it up online. Um, yeah, that whole opening montage, which is beautifully done, yeah. and... As you see from, like, Batman v Superman when he does something similar. It's apparently a very Zack Snyder thing to do. Yeah. Like, that worked great. And there's a lot about the movie that works simply because of the fact that it's literally Watchmen put on the screen. Yeah. So, like, the, the whole sequence in the middle where you're following Dr. Manhattan through his whole life, that montage, that's gorgeous and well-filmed and well-written and well-acted and it's exactly like it does on the comic book page. Yeah. So... Which I'm sure... Um, I mean, they took some artistic liberties. Some, but not a lot. I don't think people are ready to see a, a person-sized penis on screen. I, and I, I didn't even hate the big glow, glowing blue Dr. Manhattan dick. So I didn't. I didn't think that was terrible. It, there, were, there were some bits that were rough and just didn't work. The second mm -hmm. Scarlet or Silk whatever her Silk, Silk Spectre. Spectre. Silk, yeah, yeah, she... Silk Spectre 2 was just not well cast. And I've seen that actress in other things and no, she's, she's funny. She's a great actress, but I don't she think... She wasn't good there. I think it was a little too forced. There was there, yeah. There was some stuff that just didn't work. That worked on the page, but didn't work in the screen. Yeah. And when you literally translate it, and then don't let the actors find their own interpretation, yeah. And the writer yeah. find his own interpretation. It just, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't feel like she had a good synergy with the guy who played Al Man. Yeah, there wasn't chemistry there. Yeah, yeah. And they were the love interests, so yeah, like, it was necessary. Yeah, like she had so. more. She had good chemistry with the guy. We play Doctor Manhattan, but and let's let's just also comment on the fact that I don't I don't necessarily know that a movie written to comment on Nixonian and Reagan era like politics and uh, policies and economy and all that is going to have the same impact in like Obama era <laughs> like <laughs> oh yeah was was it Obama yeah it was either Obama or, or late George W yeah. Bush one of the two Bush Obama era is it's not going to have the same impact Bush. then no. yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it didn't. No. I mean, it was cool to see on screen, but but back to like the DC cinematic universe. Well, I mean, it's 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 it but, ties in. Yeah. Because it's basically the the pilot of Zack Snyder directing a yeah. DC superhero movie. Yeah. So, and I think the thing is, is that what he wanted to do is just keep making 
Watchmen. He wanted to direct the darkest DC movies he can. Yeah. And that it doesn't, doesn't work. work for Superman. It works for Batman. If he'd just been saying, you, you, Zack Snyder, go direct Batman. We're going to go bring Joe Johnson in mm-hmm. and have him direct Superman. And then maybe also let him do Wonder Woman while yeah. he's at it. <laughs> because like even the Christopher Nolan Batman movies weren't dark. Like they were dark, but they weren't like it was, it Zack was Snyder dark. Different. He wanted he like I equate it to like he came in and got a franchise that had been ruined by Joel Schumacher mm-hmm. and was like, you know what? I want to make The Godfather. Yeah. And it's actually kind of not a bad relation because yeah, Godfather it's... One is improved by Godfather Two and then ruined by Godfather Three. Yes. And that's kind of what happened with the Dark Knights. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just less Sofia Coppola. Yeah. <laughs> which makes anything better, which is why yeah. I like all three of those, and I really can't watch Godfather 3. Oh, I tried. That, oh, that's a whole different podcast, <laughs> that's, though. That's a different cinematic universe to talk about. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's the thing of, I get what DC tried to do. We have a director who directed a movie that people seem to like because Watchmen at least made money. Yeah. Let's we got him under contract. Let's keep using him to direct our comic book movies because people seem to like him. Let's have him direct Man of Steel, which also then made money. Yeah. See, so in DC's head, Zack Snyder plus superheroes equals winning movie. Easy. Then they're like, okay, let's make a sequel. And you know what we need? We need a hundred percent more Batman in this. Which, in theory, I kind of get. Everyone already knows Batman. Yeah, you have the Dark Knight. You don't, and 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 like the whole Dark Knight trilogy from Nolan. You don't necessarily have to reintroduce Batman, although some of the details about his backstory would have been nice yeah. to see in a separate movie. Like, what the hell is up with Robin? Mm. Has he fought the Joker? Anything? Like, I'm not saying a, a Batman movie wouldn't have been useful in that continuity, but it wasn't necessarily needed. Yeah. So, so you get Superman and Batman, and you want to f- want them to fight. I don't know that that necessarily have to fight. But that's what DC wanted. They wanted the title of Batman v Superman, and they were going to make it happen. And that's the first problem: mm-hmm. is that they made it. They made it happen. They didn't just let it grow organically out of the characters having different movies and then like their different styles bouncing against each other. They said, "This is the movie we're going to do, and we're going to make this happen." And that's how they made their cinematic universe. Yeah, and that's the problem. Because if you look at Iron Man, the cinematic universe of Iron Man grew out of a scene at the end of the movie. Yeah, Nick Fury shows up. Suddenly, we have a cinematic universe. Yeah, and I think that's DC's biggest problem too. Because you know, I comic wise, I'm a much bigger DC fanboy. As am I. Um, but with the Marvel universe, they hired people, writers, directors, and whatnot who appreciated the actual stories of the comic books, and they try to emulate that as close as possible where they could. They did. But DC kind of just eh. This looks cool. Yeah, like it's, it's just, it's well, just... and I mean, DC also had the problem of not only having Zack Snyder, but then he, Zack Snyder wanted to, to direct a movie based on Frank Miller, yeah, who is also batshit insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any way you can describe him at this point, except like uh, five bats short of like a bat cave. Like yeah. he's just, yeah, who has a personal hatred for DC. For DC and Muslims and everyone else, <laughs> anyone that isn't Frank Miller, <laughs> and and most importantly, Superman. Yeah, he, he just yeah. So and you decide that this is the story that you want to use as the basis for your Batman Superman mm-hmm. movie after you just had a movie that kind of sort of celebrated Superman. Yeah, it's just it didn't work. Like they DC just Warner Brothers. I mean, needs to figure out that people don't go see this superhero movies for dark, depressing stuff. It's supposed to be uplifting and. You know, bad guys fight evil. 
And then they don't go see movies for commercials about other movies. Because, like, right. you know, stopping in the middle of the climax to show, like, little blurbs about three other superheroes who don't mm-hmm. show up in the movie. Yeah. Like, I, okay, you want to show us a scene of the Flash stopping a crime. Cool. Can the Flash show up to help fight, like, Doomsday? Because if that's yeah. not going to happen, why are you showing him to us? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I get why they chose Doomsday, but... It's, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor too. I mean, I get why you oh, why man. you do Doom, Doomsday if you want to kill Superman, but you only get one movie with him so far, and then you kill him in the next one. You don't care about Superman. Yeah. No. 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 So, but so I mean, you have a comparison of Marvel versus DC, and that's the thing is like if you just ignore Batman v Superman, which I think we all wish we could. Um, I try. Then you have Superman. And you have Wonder Woman. And then eventually we get Aquaman. Yeah. That's three solo movies for them. That would be great. The problem is, in the middle of those, you then have Batman v Superman. And, and Well, and Suicide Squad. Oh, I forgot about that train wreck. Yeah. Suicide Squad, which gives us a team of supervillains for heroes we've not yet seen. Yeah. And supervillains we've not yet seen. Which, in and of itself, almost worked. Because... They had Deadshot, and they had Harley Quinn. And if they had just had those two... Oh, yeah. Will Smith was fantastic. For, I mean, he was playing a very Will Smith character, but yeah. I'm okay with him having his own interpretation of the character and just running with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect it to be line for line, page for page for the comic book. He it's played fine. a character the way he wanted to. I enjoyed yeah. it. If it could have just been the two of them going off and doing stupid crap and getting... like, Because they're also the only ones in the movie that really got backstories. Yeah. Those two were introduced properly, and if we could have just enjoyed them and let them go off and have an adventure that made sense instead of being sent in to fight a supernatural threat that the Suicide Squad is just not meant to fight anyway. Yeah, very ill-equipped for. Yeah, like, I what mean, is that? Everything with Jared Leto was know, cut out. I know. Out, like. That's another one. I mean, we were talking recently about, what was it, the movie? Oh, Rogue One. Yeah. That is a movie that has a completely different cut we're never going to get to see. Suicide Squad has, from what I understand, like three different cuts mm-hmm. we're never going to get to see. And we only got the, like, most half-assed version of it that came out in yeah. theaters. Yeah. So, and then, of course... Justice League, which is a movie I don't actively hate. I think that's about I the way I can describe it. it. I never finished it, but it's fine. It's it's fine. That's that's and that's what it is. It's like there are times where the movie is great, where you have Batman and the Flash just kind of hanging out, doing like a like almost all a Batman Robin kind of trainee yeah. thing, and that works fantastically. I didn't mind Ben Affleck as Batman. No, I thought he was actually pretty good for what he yeah. did. I mean, he, I don't think it's embod- a fault of his. But. No, he embodied the role the way it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. He basically did about as good a job as Ca- Christian Bale did at being Batman, who pretends to be a playboy, but he didn't have the stupid Batman voice in the process. So that yeah. made him infinitely better. So, yeah, it's it's a problem of DC didn't want to let their universe grow organically. They just they thought they had the director, and they had the universe, and people would just understand, and they could immediately launch into a Justice League movie, which they had been trying to make for like 20 years. Yeah. Ever since George Miller was attached and then got fired and decided to go off and make Fury Road instead again. <laughs> which he'd been trying to make for like 30 years. Yeah, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and we thanked him for it. Once he finally got to make Fury Road, we all realized, well, why didn't they let him do a Justice League movie in the process? There's you know what he would have been really good at? He, Justice League. Yeah, he would have been a great Justice League. And instead he decided to go make a Penguin movie and then Fury Road. Oh, I forgot about the Penguin movie. <laughs> but And like wrote or directed or something like babe as well like mm. that's uh, the, the man yeah. has the most diverse 
directorial set ever. <laughs> the, the, the George Miller universe is the, is the shared continuity I want to see. <laughs> How do the penguins and the pig cause the downfall of humanity? <laughs> I want to know this. <laughs> it's because of their shit. It causes greenhouse gas effects. <laughs> it's basic science. So, so but, but, uh, the, the, because Marvel Universe made every dollar that's ever existed. Yes. I mean, at Disney. this I was gonna say at this point, what is it? It's up to like fifteen or twenty billion dollars that they've made. It's a, a crazy amount. It's by a European country for yeah, that much. It has the GDP of like Nigeria, I think. It's it's stupid yeah. how much money it has. Yeah. Um, and DC doesn't even have a fraction. Well, I mean, they technically have a fraction of it, but not anything. Yeah, it's it's not it's not much. I think I think theirs is like two or three billion, and they're they are losing more money on each one they make afterwards. It's it's sad. Yeah, I mean, the difference though is like. You can tell Marvel is doing it for the fun aspect, and DC is clearly doing it for money. Well, okay. It's Disney. Disney bought Marvel for money. Yeah, but it doesn't feel that No, well, they have someone in charge who cares. Yes. That actually cares. So that helps. Kevin Feige. Oh. I think it's it's the guy's name. Feige, Feige, Fuge, Fodge, whatever. The guy that's in charge. He's basically the guy in charge of the cinematic universe. But then, of course, because it made so much money, everyone wants a cinematic universe. So you have what? The Dark Universe, as we touched upon, which got one movie, yep. and was supposed to have eight more, and it never will. Nope. But of course, the Dark Universe was pre- uh, had another version of it that came out before that with Dracula Untold, oh. which no one liked. So they oh. ignored that one and pretended it doesn't exist when they made Mar- uh, the the Mummy, mm-hmm. which you know, wasn't Wolfman part of that too. No, the Wolfman came out was before that, and it was just it was basically just a remake and. Uh, they didn't connect it to anything, but if it had done well, you can bet that Universal probably would have connected it to everything yeah. else if they could have, but they didn't. didn't yeah, no, it, um, I think it came, it was, that was 2010, and then Dracula Untold was 2014, and then The Mummy was 2017, because I know my Universal Monster movies. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> this is what happens when you run a Castlevania website. <laughs> Twice. Uh, <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you have The Mummy that came out. And no one liked it. And it tried very hard to start, kickstart a cinematic universe by having the Prodigum people and, like, um, Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and, then like, vampire bones and everything. And I'm like, this is a cinematic universe. You will appreciate it. And no one did. And the best thing to come out of that cinematic universe was the Mummy video game. Oh, yeah. That was uh, awesome. Yeah, Mummy Demastered is fantastic. It is a great Metroidvania-style game. Mm-hmm. And you can just... Even though I like it, and I know you like it, you can ignore the Mummy movie that goes with yeah, it, because it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, no. It doesn't matter in the least. Um, and then there's what? There's I know there was a bunch of cinematic universes that got announced and then never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Sony is trying to make a Spider-Verse without Spider-Man, which, figure that one out. And Although Venom is making all the money uh, for, ever for an R-rated superhero movie, it's really not that good. Yeah, I... It's no, it's no Deadpool. Yeah, that's different, the yeah. X-Men universe. Yeah, and that's another cinematic universe, and that's one that's dying. Because yeah. they, they, they do a good job with the couple films, and then the studio gets like, ooh, money, and then starts driving it to the ground. Yep. And then it has to reboot, which they did. They did a time launch. Uh, they moved it back in time to the 1960s, and then slowly drove it to the ground again. Yep. And then and then the Wolverine movies were good, and then it ended itself. And the Deadpool movies have been decent, but I can see already that there's a good chance they're going to drive it to the ground if they get to do any further. And thankfully, it seems like Disney is going to euthanize that one and be like, "No, no, you're done making these. We're gonna we're gonna do something new with the X Men, and that's that." Yeah, yeah. And then there's what there's um, the Godzilla one. Oh, 
Yeah, the Godzilla shared universe that has two movies to it so far. Because King it's, Kong and Skull Island. And it's, it, Godzilla. The first one is just called Godzilla, right? Yep. Okay, and then there's King of the Monsters that's coming out, and that will be the third one. Mm-hmm. And then Skull Island was the second one, which is kind of a King Kong prequel to Godzilla, but has the same government agency involved. It's a very wink nod kind of shared yeah. universe. Yeah, but there's supposed to be a big uh, <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla, right? So Probably. That's I think the. I know you're way more excited for it. Than oh I am. yeah. Yeah, because you but, love those movies. All oh, I mean, King any, Kong was garbage, but any, you know what? I like the the Skull Island so much more than Godzilla. Godzilla bored the crap out of uh, me. But I like the the uh, what was his name? Gareth Edwards directed it. They sing guy who did Rogue One. Yeah, really? Because yeah. that was shit. Honestly, I thought Godzilla was awful. Oh, I love Godzilla. I my biggest qualm with it was they have Godzilla, the Toho Godzilla, which. That's nerd speak for the Japanese one. <laughs> well, I was going to say kaiju, so yeah. I mean, I know the oh, term. Yeah. I just don't watch the movies. But they uh, have so many monsters yeah. that they could have used, and they came up with these two lame-ass monsters. Two for new the, ones that aren't even the, used before? Yeah, yeah, they were dorky. Did they actually have the full Toho license, though, or did they I'm only... Not sure. Yeah, that's a question. And yes. is, it, is it Universal making them? You're supposed to know this. You're the kaiju guy. I am the kaiju if guy. Because but... if they have access to King Kong, you'd think it was Universal. Yeah, I think it is, but I might okay. be wrong. Okay, because, so, yeah. Uh, I probably am. I again, I know my Universal Monsters, and I'm pretty sure that's King Kong right there. So, I'm not sure who has oh. the American rights to Godzilla. Although I want to say that the first King Kong movie was, it might have been Universal, it might have been RKO. I, that's, it's so hard to tell anymore. That's, you get back into the 1930s and all the studios mm-hmm. are different. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I thought it was, like, legendary But, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, when you talk cinematic universes... There is one other cinematic universe you have to acknowledge, and that is the Toho Godzillas. Because that one has been... I know they're on their like their third continuity now, but that one is, what, like 40 movies over 50 years or something? Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, Universal <laughs> owns King Kong, which yep. you were right, but Legendary Pictures, I think, has the... The rights to make the movies? Mm-hmm. All right, that's fair. No, like, he just... It, it's two separate... They have crossovers. So they're crossing over even though... <clears throat> so it's a shared universe between two studios. Yes. That is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. And yet, I still don't care about them. Not in the way that I care about the Marvel <laughs> movies. And it's fascinating to me because I really enjoy the Marvel movies, and but every other cinematic universe I've tried to watch has generally devolved into crap. Yeah, and I think it's just because Marvel... Cares? I think, well, Marvel cares, but I think, as we kind of touched upon earlier... They lucked into it. Oh, yeah. Because when I remember when, because I was at the, Through Force of Will. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Iron Man 1 came out, everyone was kind of like, I don't know what it's going to be. But. I mean, it was good on its own. Yeah. But it didn't need to be a cinematic universe. And I think the stroke of genius that they had specifically was hiring Joss Whedon. Now, I know there mm-hmm. are people that hate Joss Whedon now because of some of the stuff that has come out about his personal life and so forth. And sure, I get that. And I'm not saying they're wrong. And I'm not saying I'm a huge fan of his anymore either. But The Avengers is brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Scripted and directed and done. It is brilliantly made for a joint movie across the cinematic universe. And I think if you'd hired someone else to make that movie instead, Marvel would have ended with six movies. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they just... They just know what they they have more confidence in the in their universe. Yeah, I would agree with that. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, on paper should not have worked at all. No, but you get you get the guy whose name I can't say. Ta, uh, Talakiki. Yeah, something I can't remember. The guy who did what we do in the shadows. <laughs> I was going to say what we do in the shadows, vampire. Oh my god, he's fantastic. <clears throat> Let's talk about that movie for the rest of the day. <laughs> 
which is actually starting its own cinematic universe. And I am excited about that yeah, one. Yeah, because there's, there's that movie, and then there's Wellington Paranormal or something. Mm-hmm. is like a That's cop a show. show. Yeah. A cop TV show set in New Zealand. And then What We Do in the Shadows is getting an FX American spinoff. Mm-hmm. And then they have a second movie that at some point will get developed called We're Wolves. But that one's just kind of growing organically, which is yeah. what you have to do. You can't force it. Nope. You can't force it. Otherwise, you're, you're it falls crap. And as much as it pains me, because as you noted, I'm a DC super fan, Marvel's doing it better. Yeah. And I'm excited for the Marvel movies in a way I'm just not excited well, for DC. And Marvel knows, I think, when to throw, or I guess Disney knows when to throw in the towel and stuff. Yeah. Like they just cancel their Netflix series. Two of them. Or two of them. Uh, yeah, Luke Cage and. Um, Which I love Luke Cage, but I haven't. Second Iron season Fist. was second season was good, but not great, and not like the first one yeah. was. And Iron Fist got better, but it wasn't it, good enough to save it's it. It's still pretty boring, and they're not even making another Defenders because yeah, that why? that crossover series just didn't work. So yeah, you are correct. They're willing to throw in the towel on some stuff, and sometimes they throw in the towel on stuff I don't think they should, like canceling Agent Agent oh, Carter. Just, yeah, I loved Agent Carter. I hated Inhumans though, so I was glad to see that one go. Yeah. So was that that wasn't tech- oh yeah that was that Marvel. was yeah. that was that was directed written and directed by the guy who did Iron Fist. That's right. Yeah. Yup. Wonder what's going to happen to his career. I hope it goes away because that man should not be trusted with anything. Nope. Nope. But DC just you know it's like going to the dentist like you just really want that tooth pulled. So it, it comes back to something I've noted in the past, which is the fact that DC doesn't know how to do movies. But you give some of them their creators TV shows. And... I disagree with that one. No, well, I mean, okay. The uh, DC Animated Universe. Oh, that's different. That yeah. one's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like the Arrowverse because they mistreated the Hawks. Uh, and I really, 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 really hate soap opera camera work. And that's all that it is. You just have to let that go because the show, okay, the shows yeah, itself yeah. are pretty decent. And the acting is so forced. And It's the CW. Oh. Yeah, but... Ugh. It's a CW. Yeah, I can watch. And I mean, when it comes to, like, they have their whole series of DVD movies they've done that are mm-hmm. also pretty good. You just, they don't know how to run it on the big screen. And I no. think that's the problem. They, they they can do the small screen and they can do it pretty well. And and the fact that, they, I, I don't watch The Flash, but the fact that they didn't use the guy who's played The Flash in the Justice League movie boggles my mind. Well, because he probably costs too much. Do you know what else costs too much? Making a movie? <laughs> And not getting any money from it. So, anyway, so so on the list of uh, cinematic universes, to summarize before we end this one. So at the very bottom is the Dark Universe. Yeah, oh yeah. And I would only put slightly above yeah. that. No, what? actually for me, I, I think the DC Universe is worse for me. No, okay. Like, I like The Mummy enough. It only got one movie, though. That's true. And, and yeah, it only got one movie. And I would argue that Man of Steel and Wonder Woman were both better than the Mummy movie. I forgot Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. So. I don't like Man of Steel, though. But... So. but Okay, so at the bottom, Dark Universe. I will agree. I and I will Wonder give Woman. you that the Godzilla universe is slightly better than that. Because <laughs> you like Godzilla, I like King Kong. That's at least two movies right yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, so right above that is the classic Universal monster movies from the 1930s, which started yeah. really good and then went to shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then let's let's go from there. DC, we already did DC. Uh, Marvel's way above the list. Were there I any cinematic universes, universes we're forgetting? Oh, what we do in the shadows is yeah. top. Yeah, that's 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 that's, that's the best cinematic universe out there. Yeah. It doesn't really count yet, but I'll count it. I count it. I think it's I think it's the best bar none. Yeah, and then you can count like Star Trek and Star Wars if those you are, want those to. Are, but I mean, those, those are, don't feel like the same thing to me. No, personally. well, it is, but it isn't. But what we do in the shadows is still better. 
Oh, yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. So if you take anything away from this, watch the Marvel movies, but really, just go watch what we do in the shadows, because it's the mm-hmm. best. It is the best. It is the absolute best. So, that's where we're at right now. You've been listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I am Mike Finkelstein. And I am Josh Schaefer. And we will see you next time. Or you will see us. Thank you.